0: What up nerds, TJ and Scott here with the Raising Nerds Podcast, talking about our favorite nerd topics and how raising little nerds of our own is better than the Dormalaji. How you doing today, Scott?
1: Fantastic. Oh although is it much
0: better than the Dormalage? <laughs> I want I want no. my daughters to be the Dormalaj. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Minus the shaped heads, maybe? Yeah. As cool as that is, and as kick butt as that sounds. Yeah, I like, like their this, hair. the shape Yeah yeah
1: I like it, it. I like back. I can it take here. this ridiculous thing out wave it back and forth what <laughs> first chance I she gets that. she loses that thing oh <laughs> yeah that' <is> so great <laughs> I could <freaking laughs> love that
0: oh the normal are awesome so what was this lady's name again I can't remember this is IO I o uh he calls her that
1: mm-hmm. in
0: in the show Uh he yeah. calls her that which is pretty neat. Well, we actually start with her and Bucky in yep. the very beginning, a little flashback, talking about how uh, he finally, the the moment, the first time he got over the Winter Soldier programming.
1: Yep. And he doesn't think it's going to work. And holy cow, what an emotional moment. Yeah. Right? She's, meant, like, uh, she's just like, don't worry, I won't let you hurt anybody. It's like,
0: oh yeah, she's so cool. She is really cool. And she's, man, can you imagine the bond that they must have? Yeah for her being responsible for freeing him.
1: Yeah, that's... Ooh.
0: Yeah. I... He flashes back through all the different movie scenes that we saw. Uh-huh. I, I mean, it's cool for us to think back, like, how terrible of a person he had become as the Winter Soldier, but then to go... But then I, I, I picture myself today in his shoes, like, sitting there going through from his perspective watching himself do those things yeah like sitting there in the mindy racing chair or you know killing tony stark's parents it's like oh gosh that would have been terrible to have to yeah.
1: deal with oh i wasn't sure if we'd see you know if they'd do anything with t'challa when they yeah. went to wakanda i was like
0: oh no, no but you knew it immediately as soon as the music starts. oh yeah
1: right? i mean <laughs> it's like <up>, what <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh yeah it's very recognizable yeah i gotta say that's pretty impressive to do oh yeah where you could identify what movie or what location you're in by the sound yeah that's very impressive it's... directing and design
1: yeah i must say it's i was actually super impressed with um lego i believe it was Lego. no it's avengers the first Avengers, each character, you can hear their theme, like the main theme song when it, you first meet them each in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, like oh. you hear Tony Stark's, you know, it's yeah. oh, this is the Iron Man theme, and <laughs> uh, same with I Believe Cash in America and Thor, It's, but they do the same thing in uh, Lego uh, Marvel. Do they? You go to Stark Tower, and it's Scott Stark's theme. Based on where you go determines the song you hear. It's, yes.
0: Yep that's very true but
1: music that just it just gets you music it does
0: it does really well um so then we immediately where do we go right after this
1: i think we cut I'll back track, to, that was just such an awesome moment we cut back to uh <laughs> latvia okay because we? we go back to them talking
0: uh to Zemo and to uh, Bucky talking to. Ian. Oh,
1: that's right. Oh gosh, yeah. Because I was like. So now that we know nah. the background between the two. Yep.
0: And she says we're gonna take him, and he's like, "Look, he's a means to an end." He says he speaks with Condon
1: a couple yeah. times. And I'm like, ah,
0: That's pretty
1: cool. <laughs> so cool.
0: And so she gives him the eight hours. Yeah, the eight, she eight, hours. eight hours.
1: White wolf. Yeah. I'm like, ah, okay, that's cool. Like, that if people called it, me yeah. White Wolf, I'd be like, all right, that's fine. Cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'd pretty much agree with whatever they wanted. Yeah. So he, uh, White Panther,
1: <laughs> come out, look, White Panther. <laughs> it's actually White Wolf. Actually, huh? I love that moment. Those
0: moments have been great in the episodes so yeah. far. Yeah. Uh, but this episode was just chock full of amazing and awesome stuff.
1: Yeah, it was.
0: Um, I'm so happy with it. Um, then Bucky goes in after talking to her and talks to Zemo and
1: Sam. I am surprised that he said it so quickly. Like, I thought he was going to keep the fact that the Dormelage you're hunting Zemo kind of to himself. So did I. But he walked in. Okay, the Dormelage are right. here. <laughs> it's like, oh,
0: all right. Well, he doesn't... Bucky's not a drama kind of person. No, he's not. He's had enough of that in his life. Yeah. He's like, no, nah, I'm done with this. <clears throat> Cards on the table. Everybody needs to know what's going on because... They do, 100%. yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. No question. Oh, this episode really, it got me. It got me good. Yeah. At the end, I uh, I struggled with it. I actually, uh, the last couple times I watched it, I sat and listened to the end credit music for quite a while before I
1: finally turned it off. I did too. The first time I listened to it, I did that. Yeah. The first time I watched it, it's just. It was really just kind of the stun of, like, what just happened. Yeah. Trying to process everything. It was... Oh.
0: So So, well, I guess we jumped into it pretty quick, but episode overall, yes, no?
1: Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> it's, uh, I know you asked me every once in a while if it's a uh, watch with your kids, and this one went kind of dark, like, oh. do you... Was slightly darker than uh, the others, oh, so
0: uh, we got to the end, and I said, "I am so glad." I was tempted to start letting my, some of my kids watch these episodes because they're not bad, right? And then this episode happened. And I'm like, oh, "Okay, no, we're definitely gonna withhold that for a while." Yeah, <laughs>
1: that
0: was rather intense at the end. Yeah, um, so we go inside, and we're having we're having the three protagonists in the episodes for the most part, talking to each other. And I gotta say, Zemo has really challenged my perspectives of who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. Yeah. It's bad. Like, it, it started back when he was agreeing with Sam about Marvin Gaye. And, and I'm like, oh, he, <laughs> no, he really captures the African-American experience. He's like, he's way out of line, but he's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's like, oh, my gosh, he's he's very endearing. He just has this one hang-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, in, man, the more we listen to his perspective, and they start talking about stuff like supremacy, like supremacists, like anybody yeah. who uses that super soldier serum is a supremacist automatically because they're they're trying to be, they believe that their perspective should be the only perspective. Yeah. And that they have the
1: right to enforce that upon others with violence. Uh-huh. And, I mean, the, they're seeing it here where the, you know, they're like, Carly's getting worse. She is. Yeah, they talk about the bombing of the GRC Wow, this, this is crazy. What, three dead, 11 injured? Yeah. Just, like, oh, no. You know, she's radicalizing, which...
0: Yeah, she's getting way worse. And Zemo's like, I'm willing to kill her. Are yeah. You guys, are you guys willing are you? to... Mm-hmm. And uh, Sam says, "You know, she's just a kid." Yeah, he's he's done a really good job. He's of so to... righteous. It's I just know. like it, is Sam is just
1: like you are, just the best. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then this is where Zemo goes into his talk about supremacists exactly. and how you super soldiers are always not the worst. There. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you know, we we get supremacists talking about and becoming the Nazis, and then you get mm-hmm. supremacists that create the Avengers." And Sam says, those are our friends you're talking about. <laughs> and Bucky's like, the Avengers, not the Nazis. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> like, I've been mean, just thinking back the absurdity of Sam being friends with Nazis. Like, we always picture them as, like, white supremacist people. <laughs> for him to feel like he needs to clarify, uh-huh. it's like, that's funny. It's like, uh, in, have you ever watched Hogan's Heroes?
1: A long time. It's been a long time. Since so, uh,
0: like most TV shows back in the day, it was a mostly white cast. Uh-huh. And they did have the the one African-American that was part of the main crew. And his name was Kinch. Kinchlow. And my favorite, what, some of my favorite parts were how they always referenced the fact that the Nazis hated other races. Uh-huh. And so, whenever they would ask for volunteers to go undercover as a Nazi, Kinch would always be like hey, I'll go. And they all look at him and say, don't joke around. <laughs>
1: it's, like,
0: it's like, not because they are racist to him, but they're like, there's no way you're going to pass as a Nazi, dude. Yeah. You're an African American man. <laughs> like, there's no freaking way. Um, but they did actually have him go undercover once. Did they? Because they talked about, uh, the, the goal was to have somebody talk to somebody as Hitler. And they're like, hey, who does the best Hitler? And they said, uh, audio or visual? <laughs> and it's like, audio. It says, oh, Kinch does a great Hitler. <laughs> so this, this, this great big black guy, he's doing the voice of kind- of Hitler, Hitler on the phone. That I freaking funny. loved it. Just the uh, absurdity. That show was fantastic. I'm sorry. Funny. I know POW camps were not like that. I know no. they were bad, and I know terrible things happened, and they were they were not the fun and games we see. But I really enjoyed the show and how it portrayed the Nazis as the idiots constantly and the morons and the way that they would find ways to just really point out how horrible all of their ideals were. And it's like, you know what? That's that's respectable in my book. <laughs> right.
1: That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you though. Zemo is he's got good points, which is, you know, we talked about. It's really cool to have a bad guy who you're like, wait a sec, why am I voting for the good guy or the bad guy right i mean you know when he says the desire to become a superhuman cannot be separated from supremacist ideals Ah, i love that line it's like whoa it's and and it's oh my gosh i just had a talk
0: my sister came to work with me today and we talked about this yeah and it's perfect it is exactly perfect. But then of course what what's the next line that somebody says? It's like Well, Steve never had yeah. a problem.
1: <laughs> well, I mean he talks about it before it's like anyone who takes the serum is inherently on that journey. They you know on that's the where they're headed. Yeah. And they will continue to get worse and escalate and worse and worse and worse until you kill them. In this case he says her. Or yeah, she kills gonna, you.
0: Yep. She's just gonna escalate until That's you where danger. she's headed. And then uh Bucky's the one who says, well, never corrupted Steve. Maybe you wrong, yeah. But here's the thing. Here's, here's the trick. Zemo's still not wrong. Even though he admits defeat and says, oh, touche. Steve never wanted it.
1: Never. That was Erskine's whole thing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Which, it's We're really going to talk cool. about this
0: later because uh, it
1: comes up. <laughs> yeah, oh, I am just going to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> he says, you know, the serum takes what's already there. And, and amplifies it. Amplifies it. Yeah. Which is talked about later by other characters, which we'll get yes. to. Which, But yeah, I mean, uh, it's uh, true. Uh, Zemo is uh, so right. <laughs> and he's not, he's not going to like, no, uh, he's straight up. He's like, touche. But there's never been another Steve, has there? Yep. He's willing
0: to admit that Steve never had a problem. Yeah. He always did what was right. Every time. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, there never has been another Steve Rogers. And you um, look at the history of the Super Soldiers project, and the very first Super Soldier was evil. Yep. It was uh, Red Skull. Yeah, he was the first. A lot of people forget that. I, tell, I told that to my sister today. I was like, hey, the, uh, the first Super Soldier was Red Skull. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah. Does she remember? And <laughs> she's thought about it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. it totally was. So yeah, and, but then you had Steve Rogers as a second, and then that pretty much that's where the track record ends for yeah. superhumans. That's it. Yeah, it's over. So,
1: <laughs> it's uh, my TT. Your TT.
0: Your TT. <laughs> find my aunt. My auntie. When, oh yeah, so as we go forward, they're like, "What do we got to do? We got to find Carly now and and yeah. stop her. Maybe there's a peaceful way." Sam says, and they're trying to figure it out and. Uh, Sam's TT was or his auntie was very important in the neighborhood uh-huh. it was very well known and well loved so when she passed away there was like a week long funeral and yeah. celebration and yeah for her because of how influential she was this lady influenced the flag smashers hardcore and everybody in the in the displaced persons camp I can't call it a refugee camp anymore no <laughs> everyone in the displaced persons camp uh, loved her and knew her. Yep. And so it makes sense that her death and her funeral would be a really big deal for everybody. Yeah. I have a hard time with time in this show. I never know how much time is passing. Uh huh. But it's got to be within a day Yeah. or two yeah. of her dying because uh, we don't see any embalming procedures or anything. We don't see any uh, funeral no. preparations really. And that really needs to happen quickly. Yeah. You, you need to have a funeral really quick. If you're not going to be going through those processes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and then we get a uh, Lion Witch in the Wardrobe reference
1: Turkish Delight.
0: <laughs> yeah. Irresistible. I never knew what that was. I still technically don't know what was. I've tasted is. it. Have you? Yeah.
1: What does it taste like? It's not good. Really? Yeah. Real? No. Yeah. That's what I had. It's like powdered sugar. Well, I had. And so I. I may not sure. have Turkish delight, but I was told it was Turkish delight. Okay. But from what it looked like, it was like meat with powdered sugar on it. Meat? Yeah. With powdered sugar. No. Yeah. And so I don't know if someone was just like, yanking my chain. Maybe. But. That seems weird. All especially right. because what Zemo showed him was not meat. No, it was like packaged was candy. candy. Yeah, it was like a packaged candy. So... Yeah, that's a
0: meat? That's weird. Uh, All right, so I'm going to read the Wikipedia page on this thing. Turkish Delight, or Locum in the local dialect, Locum for locals, is a family of confections based on a gel of starch and sugar. Okay. Uh, Premium varieties consist largely of chopped dates, pistachios, hazelnuts, or walnuts bound by the gel. So the gel is starch and sugar, so it's. starch and sugar what that's flour and sugar it's basically just something i don't know
1: (laughs) what the heck was i eating Uh,
0: oh my gosh hold on okay uh traditional okay so they have nuts and stuff bound by the gel traditional varieties are often flavored with rose water mastic uh which is a type of resin what bergamot orange or lemon the confection is also packaged and eaten in small cubes Dusted with icing sugar, copra or powdered cream of tartar. Uh, copra is the dried meat of a coconut. <laughs> gotcha for a second there. You thought it was gonna be some kind of meat. No, it's just that it's it's the meat of a coconut that's been dried. So like the the white stuff when you break open a coconut. They call that the meat. So yeah, you definitely if it was I meat, I definitely didn't have turkey that's that's, Yeah, it's gotta be. So it, sound, it sounds like it's not super sweet. Like in America, you know, we eat basically straight sugar for our candy.
1: Oh, yeah. We, but I was thinking in Brazil, they were always like, our candy is way sweeter and much yeah. more fattening.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, Delicious. Treats and other, uh, very much so. But uh, <laughs> other other countries definitely don't have that. And so it makes sense. It would be just lightly dusted. The, okay. only, the only real sugar on it would be the powdered sugar on top. So,
1: Well, all right. I didn't have Turkish delight. I had some... Something. You had meat wrapped in powdered, powdered sugar. Powdered, sugared meat. It's yeah. supposed
0: to be the meat of the coconut, not like deer meat. Someone thought they were getting Turkish <laughs> delight, and it wasn't. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right, so now we're going to switch paces and go to the Flag Smashers. Yes. And they're sitting around listening to a news report on their activities. And it's really painting them in a very terrible light. Yeah. But Carly really isn't phased by it. No. And Zemo has a point. I mean, she is becoming everything that she hates. She is. She's becoming the tyrant. The supremacist. Oh. Uh, but the GRC, it says, is trying to fast track everything back to the way it was. The closed borders, all the different countries separated. When, during the blip, that was not the case. No. And to be honest, that definitely was a better situation, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, if if we had the opportunity to do that, I don't see how you would ever go back. Yeah. I I mean, you would have to convince half the world to just forget the borders and stuff, forget all that stuff. But wouldn't that be easier than kicking everybody out of their homes? You'd think... I mean, we we've, we've talked about these repercussions of bringing
1: everybody back before. It's bad. It's, it's yeah, it's horrible. It's it, it
0: honestly would have been better just to send everyone back in time.
1: Would it have, though? Like, thinking about it, it's like you'd have the same problems if they all came back in time. Yeah, that's true. You're just now five years earlier because... Yeah, and like nothing happened. Nothing, yeah, but.
0: Uh I, I promise the story definitely is more interesting this way.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: but it makes me wonder. It makes me wonder. If they like didn't I, I was, worse.
1: I was talking to Teddy about this. Mm-hmm. Like how. You know, because I brought to her, I was like, wouldn't it have been better to just we like we talked about just take Morgan back, right? And it's like. Yeah, bring, and she bring brought up. She's like, but if you just did Morgan, then you're you are deciding that people should cease to exist because the people everyone who was born <sighs> no. now ceases to exist, and who are you to decide that? It's like, oh, you're <laughs> oh, right. Dang it. <laughs> like, we can't win. no this. There's this no, messed up
0: the, the universe. The consequences of what Thanos did did screw everything up really
1: bad. Yeah. And we're, we're still dealing with fault Fixing it doesn't fix it. No. Bringing everyone back didn't fix anything. Which,
0: it it made it seem like it did in Endgame. It seemed like everything went back, even in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. It seemed like everything was fine. It's not. It is not fine.
1: No. Not even close. It's funny, I I asked, you know, just because I was telling her about this, and what we got to talking about, I was like, well, if there are all these problems that are coming, would it have been better to just leave them gone and then she brings up and goes like who are you to decide that those people can't exist <laughs> no, anymore she just keeps like, bringing it back no, to that. You're, you're like right. stop it stop it I, I just want a simple solution I don't have the yeah it's like and she, you know, she was very firmly on the side of yeah if you could bring those people back you, you almost know, have a responsibility to do exactly. it exactly which and you know we, we got to the point where it's like look well you know it's we got to take our gospel background out of it, because it's like you add that, and it's like, well, things get a little more complicated. <laughs> Very much so. But yeah, it's like, how do you decide what happens? And it's just really everything messed, got messed up. Yeah. It got messed up when it was blipped, and then it didn't get better when they all came back. Yeah. Things are not fine.
0: No, dealing with the consequences of our actions is hard. And yeah. even worse is dealing with the consequences of other people's actions. Yep. So uh, we f- fast forward a little. bit. We fast travel. We found a safe point and fast traveled somewhere. Yes. Uh, back over to the place where Mama, oh my gosh, Mama Danya, Mama Danya, wa- passed away in that uh, in that palace apparently. Yes. Zemo actually knew as a child. Yes, it was really parties and stuff. Yeah, he he made a specific point to say I knew nothing of the politics at the time. Meaning that some pretty bad stuff was happening in Latvia. Yes. Or happened later. And they walk in, they're trying to get information from people, and Sam and Bucky are walking around, and people just, just Don't walk out of their room without yeah. saying anything. They just totally run away from him. And it's not it's rude, but it's not violent in any way. It's No, nope, they're just, it's
1: just kind of avoiding. Harsh. They're like, no, I don't want to talk to you.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's pretty sad. And Sam yes. actually gets some answers from one guy. The teacher. The Yeah, the new teacher, possibly. Um, he says, I'm looking for a refugee. He says, we're not refugees. We're not hiding from anything. We are internationally displaced persons.
1: We have nothing to seek refuge from.
0: Yeah and that was that's harsh that's really hard for you to think about like these people just got uprooted from their lives they were welcomed one one minute and then kicked out the next that's gotta be hard right yeah and then he talks about how the GRC was supposed to send more teachers and supplies and stuff and six months later they got nothing
1: I know I know what happens when people say they'll help out Mm. nothing nothing happens
0: and it feels bad because
1: Sam does help Sam does. And he's trying, you know? Yeah. He's he's trying to help.
0: But these people have been burned so hard. At what point do you just say, you know what? I'm not putting any faith in anybody who comes saying they're going to help. Now you come in and actually do stuff like Carly does. Carly didn't come in and say, I'm going to help you. No. She went and got supplies and brought them back and said, Here's your help.
1: Here it is. Yeah, she's showing them that. Yeah. I'm going to help you so yeah but like Zemo takes a different approach he's smart he, he is be so Patrick Jane smart
0: yes uh, from The Mentalist where Patrick Jane would always let the FBI agents go in first uh huh and screw everything make up make a fool of themselves make a and fool then of themselves would... and then he'd come in and just smooth talk his way through and it, it had nothing to do if he had gone in first it wouldn't have been as good yeah but he sits back and he watches people's reaction and figures out what's happening and what's going on but yeah he goes in singing a lullaby yep Black sheep, black sheep, have you any wool? And then he pours out the Turkish delight on a stool. Kids, and he goes to see the kids. Of course. Because Sam, you know, he wants to talk to an adult. Bucky wants to talk to an adult, but you know where the real information
1: lies. My old friend, Donya Madani, passed away. And I'd like to pay my last, my final respects. Do you know where she's... He did it so well. And she's well. like, yeah. Do you know her? You yeah, know I know her. her. Where is she being buried? Oh, can, can okay. I would know, like to go to the funeral. And, and oh, then gosh, his insurance. So don't talk to those guys. Those guys oh are really gosh, that bad guys. Was brilliant.
0: Yeah. Because it further endeared him to them.
1: Yep. Even though he, you know,
0: he ends up bringing them with him <laughs> later. Yeah, that was, I was like, I'm like wait a sec.
1: <laughs>
0: but, you know. I mean, he could have smoothed it over, but again, that's just a minor plot. Of all detail, the things to nitpick. Right it. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you're right, as an insurance policy to... Like, Don't
1: talk to them, they're very bad.
0: Well, he needs something to keep leverage over them before they'll just turn him over to... Well, yeah, he knows policy.
1: that the Dora Milaje are there and he knows he's going to die because he they, killed their king. Do... Oh,
0: yeah, no. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think Wakanda has the death penalty? I'm like, oh, yeah, I know they do. Oh, yeah. I mean, they fight to the death for kingship. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, For sure. <laughs> that's that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll buy
1: that. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, there's, there's definitely the death penalty in Wakanda. That's for darn sure. Um, no, yeah, they were just, they were just really excellent. I loved this. This episode was so good. And Zemo, it really shows how
1: smart he is. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah. And I mean, he's like, oh, cute kids. He leaves the rest of the candy for them. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you know, then they go back and they're like, we got nothing. And, yeah. um, You know Sam, and then they're kind of understanding. He's like, "Look, Carly's been looking out for him. Obviously, they're gonna help them. They're not gonna." It's it's literally what Battlestar was saying. Like these people,
0: she's giving them shelter and supplies, and that kind of stuff breeds loyalty. Mm -hmm. Um, And talks about in the blip, it wasn't just you know one community who came together; it was the entire world came together to try to keep things going.
1: People were just happy to have other people around them. Yeah. Ah, and it's like, Sam, Sam and Bucky have a
0: have a well, what what am I trying to say? A philosophical discussion. Yes. About whether or not Carly is redeemable, and if coming from Star Wars, we all know that redemption can be had. Yeah. By by anyone, and I I really like that idea of Star Wars. Like I didn't kill billions of people and blow up a planet. And that person eventually was redeemed, so I can probably be redeemed too, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and
0: it's and it's, uh, it's something that the gospel teaches us, you know? Yeah. Is that no one is beyond help. No one is beyond redemption. It's comforting.
1: Uh, it's nice, and it's very, it's very Cap. You know, we talked about it before. Cap was very much of a, you know, how many people did Bucky kill? And Cap was like, he's still trying to save him. And Sam is yes. kind of... Gone that she's same doing route, it like he's like, "Look, she's still, you know, because Bucky asks, like Do, so?' You're saying that her ends, her the means ends justify just, the end, or the end justifies the, just just the kind of of means?
0: It's like, no, but she's different. He's, he tries, yeah, she's yeah doing something about it. Yeah, well, and and Bucky tries to make the point that she's doing the exact same thing that all these other bad guys we've ever fought have done. He's like, no, she's not because her motivations are different. Yeah." and bucky's trying to say he's just like zemo or anybody else she's like he's like no she is different she ha- she is redeemable and we we're going to see the coolest conversation i'd love to pick it apart line by line to be honest because it is perfect i can yeah. when i look at sam through this episode i see captain america uh-huh i see him there i see that legacy it's perfect and this is where they threaten zemo and and to eventually like, give up, the, the funeral is that afternoon, but he's like, I'm not going to tell you everything, because I don't want you to turn me over to the terminology right now, because the only reason I'm here is because I've found this extra information. I'm trying to buy time. I'll keep my leverage. And
1: Sam's like, or Bucky throws the cup. Yeah. Do you want to see what someone can do with leverage? You're like, oh, man. <laughs> and Sam's like don't engage him he's just gonna extort you and do that stupid head tilt thing
0: what is the stupid head tilt thing <laughs> I don't know and I, don't...
1: He, I don't know if he does like a head thing I just haven't noticed yet maybe <laughs> it's something that it would be funny if it was something that someone mentioned online uh-huh. why does Zemo like do his head tilt thing and they're like yeah we saw that you commented on that <laughs> that's probably exactly what it is <laughs> it's funny if you I paused it right there if uh-huh. you look at it his head is tilted
0: are you serious Whose head Zemo's, Zemo's? Zemo's head is tilted. Right here? When you look, his head's <laughs> tilted a little bit. It's right. Like, uh-huh. It's because he's trying to... It's it's that leaning and trying to guide you or uh-huh. subtly lean you in the particular direction he wants to do. Which to do he just stupid oh. head tilt thing. Then he immediately, he immediately his straightens his head out. up. It's like, right.
1: oh, Sam caught you. That's
0: that thing. It's it's when you're talking to him. he's like, hey, don't you want to do that? Uh-huh. And you tilt your head it's just very like, like, like. Come on, what are uh-huh. you doing? It's like, come on, I make sense. You know it. You know I make now sense. Now i got to watch Mentalist and see if Patrick Dane Jane does that. I'm sure he does. <laughs> he's like, don't you like this? Uh, I know he's very manipulative in the way he talks. I'm trying to learn how to be manipulative. <laughs> I need more people to do what I want. Trying right? to manipulate people? <laughs> how, to make, how to make enemies and manipulate people. That's yes. the book I, I want to read. Uh, so, oh, there's the Snyder mark about the tea, too.
1: Yes. <laughs> I remember that. You, way, like some you tea? want some
0: cherry blossom tea? It's like, nah, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, this is freaking great. Yeah. Um, so then at this point, they call Sharon, and I'm trying to remember why. Because um, uh, she's got connections. She's got connections. Oh, with the satellite. That's right. Yes. They want to be able to look at where the funeral is happening. Yeah, and see, they're... and make sure they know where the exits are, make sure it's not a trap. Or mm-hmm. that they walk into an ambush of some kind. Yeah. Um, but we see her walking through an alleyway, and all these guys are, like, moving out of the way for her. I still don't yeah, think she's right? the power broker. She's high up, though. She's got to be, because she's walking alone. Like, I can't imagine the power she's broker walking goes anywhere hey, alone.
1: And I would say she's not the power broker, because in, in when she's walking in the alleyway, she's walking, the guys are facing her. So they're guarding something that she's going to. Right. So uh, what I would assume is the Power Broker. Yes. How so, do we get to
0: meet the Power Broker before the end?
1: I, I do, too. I mean, we'll see. The, the thing is, because they haven't told us who it is, that's the build up. They're building up to the reveal, which is why I think it's got to be someone we know. It has to Because be. there's so much build-up that we're like... Okay, we gotta know who this is. What? it's gonna be some it's gonna be some crazy Avenger or something where it's like, This is where you've been What if it's the collector? That would be funny. Or the Grandmaster from
0: uh, Ragnarok. I heard he's <laughs> coming back. Well, he, he asked you the Grandmaster and the Collector are elders of the universe. Like, uh when in mm. the Guardians of the Galaxy when they talk about going to Nowhere, the severed head of the Celestial, yeah. They say the Tavon group came in and started mining this yeah. a thousand years ago. Well, the name of the collector is Tanelir Tavon. Yes, it is. He's the one who started it over a thousand years ago. They're ageless. They are the elders of the universe. It's it's crazy stuff. Like, uh, yeah. But they're brothers, the collector and the grandmaster. And if That's you look, right. they actually have the same little goatee
1: yes. tattoo. Which is I was trying to fun. think. I was like, I, I thought I heard Tavon before. And I think it's in Ragnarok they talk about Ooh, really? The grandmaster being a Tavon, or I want to—something's in my head's Ooh. going off about that. Oh man, we'll have to check that. That'll be fun. Like he t- I think it's something along the lines of the grandmaster says, "Out, you know, out there he's just like a nothing, but here, you know, he's just another member of the Tavon. I think is what. Oh. I should go back and say, He's just another member of that, but here uh, on the planet that he's at Sakar, I think it yeah. is, he can be king yeah so i think that's where because that's where i something in my head is going off going we know another Tavon and you say grandmaster it's got to be in Ragnarok uh, that he makes that i'm gonna have to check that again yeah i, I gotta uh, watch it that's really fun. yeah i can listen to that and work. i love disney plus
0: i can download every single movie right? and show i've ever wanted to watch i have half of clone wars right now because i'm listening <sighs> to it in sequential i order. love clone wars. this is freaking great uh Tiara hasn't seen any Mandalorian, and she's like, "Do I need to watch anything like any of the movies before I go?" No, but if you watch the you know the seven seasons of Clone Wars and the five seasons of Rebels, Rebels get that'd be more. important.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: you'll, you'll, you'll appreciate things more. Yeah,
1: you will. <laughs> it's like you'll uh, wait. What <laughs> you know? You'll freak out like we did. Oh, like no. good example is the end of season one of Mandalorian. Oh yeah, we in. I'm freaking out, and your mom and Teddy are just, just like. That's a cool lightsaber. It's a cool looking lightsaber. It's like it's weird. It's a cool looking lightsaber. You know, it's just <laughs> yeah. my nerd nerve is just like going crazy. It was like, what did you just call that? Yeah,
0: exactly. You don't uh, know what that is? Man, I am so getting off topic here. I don't
1: even know how we got on that.
0: I don't know either. Point oh, is Oh, because we're talking about the power broker Yes. And who it is. Yes. It's gotta be somebody we know. Could be
1: it could be one of them. I. Oh uh, you know, it could be
0: uh if I were to pick one of them it would be the grandmaster.
1: Yeah, cuz he one's was dead. more about
0: power. I don't think so. Uh, do you I don't think,
1: think Thanos s- killed
0: him? No. I think Thanos would have kept him alive to use him. If he knew who he was. If he knew that he was an elder. I think he'd still be right.
1: Well, he is cursed with knowledge as he tells Tony, so I would say he knew who he was.
0: Yeah. I doubt he would just kill the kill him because you kill an elder of the universe and they're immortal in the comics you can't kill them so I mean I guess the reality stone could turn him into atoms yeah and that might actually prevent him from coming back but he's still not dead his essence still exists that's a good
1: point Uh, Uh, that's
0: weird alright so then we go to a cemetery I think with uh, Carly thank you and uh, one of her main guys feel bad for this guy yeah <laughs> um but she they they hid the super soldier serum uh i'm not sure how many she has there i know she's well we know she has maybe 12 we know there are at least eight but i couldn't count how many vials there were it just, just we assume back. there's 12 yeah but she's got it and she straps it on like a fanny pack. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, she
0: does. I freaking love that. Like, yeah, Fatty Peck's are back in stuff. Hold on just a second. Here. <laughs> um, but the guy she's with actually says he was a huge fan of Captain America. Oh, that makes it even more tragic. Oh, dang it. Oh, oh dang it. Really? That's the guy oh. who says he loves Captain America.
1: This isn't. I oh, am uh, like behind for just a second.
0: Oh oh yeah sure yeah. Uh, Is this? We've her... both got the video going, yeah. and we play and talk and
1: <laughs> try. To I keep just track. for half a second, her zipper looks like a she a uh, sword. Symbol. Oh yes, dude! I noticed that too. <laughs> okay, I'm not by myself.
0: <laughs> no, but then it just bounced, and I'm like, okay, it's not a sword. It's just symbol. a ring. And yeah, it's just a ring on a zipper, with a zipper. Okay, and then the zipper behind it, so it looks like a. It looks like ha- part of the Deathly Hollows minus the cloak. Yeah. Uh, which is very close to what the sword symbol looks like that we saw in WandaVision. Yes. But it is it is not.
1: Yeah, this poor guy. He's such a good fan of oh uh, Captain America, he tells us. That is horrid. Yes.
0: Like, this guy just got more tragic than I ever could have imagined. Yeah. I Because I didn't even put that together.
1: I didn't until you just said
0: it. Oh, gosh. This like, is horrible. Uh, Oh man! So he's talking about that. So he says he he basically compares Carly to Captain America. I'm like, but Captain America didn't kill people. Yeah. Wait. You say you
1: counted he didn't
0: kill good people. Eight piles <laughs> is, is what you people. counted. Um, no, we know there are at least eight who have gotten it, but we don't let's know see seven. exactly how many. You
1: really? Okay, let's yeah. see if we can go back let's and see count seven these. in the
0: fanny pack. It, we can see. You're right. Oh man, you are you are correct there, my friend. Yeah, th- it definitely doesn't have enough. So they they say they know there are at least eight people, but there could very easily be more. True. Uh, and that makes it really hard to figure out. And we don't know if there are extra layers to that little fanny pack exactly either. So it, it's hard to say. Oh, you are right, dude. Dude, there are not there are not ten vials in there anymore. No. Holy cow, that is scary stuff. Um, all right, what? Pause. Oh, oh. Okay, so I'm looking. I'm seeing one, two, three, four, five. So they're in rows of five, for sure. Mm-hmm. And they, said, they say she took 20.
1: Yes. I Eight see. Eight are guaranteed used. Oh, you know what?
0: I actually see them. Yeah? I see the other ones. They're underneath. So uh, they're okay. double stacked. You uh, see that? Okay. So... So, okay, it looks to me like there are 12 left. Because okay. the one side's full and the other one has eight missing. So I think okay. I think the, our, our counts are accurate here. Although, in a minute, it's not going to matter that much. Although, no. I have a question and I hope something is going to happen. But I I don't know for sure, you know.
1: Yes, we'll uh, get
0: there. Uh, she actually does come across... She does
1: mention a saying... Um, was it her or is it the guy what we're doing will outlive the legacy of that shield or the fact that the shield is a monument of a bygone era uh, both <laughs> okay well he said the first one and she said the second
0: one okay. no actually I was I was uh, skipping forward a little bit to the one that I remembered um, it's actually a word of advice that I think can be wrong if used in the wrong place and it is if you're doing something and it makes you scared. It's probably because it's the right thing. That would, is not always. Okay. I would argue that as well. Yeah. Um, when you're when you're going to do something and you're scared, it's probably because it's the right thing. No. But fear often does coincide with doing the right thing when you know that there can be repercussions. There is a small amount of fear, but there there's a, a righteous indignation behind it. Saying, but I know, I, I know I'm doing the right thing. You know? Just yeah. because you're scared of something doesn't, doesn't mean, mean it's, it's, the, it's right the right thing. thing. But I would agree. I, I kind of understand where he's coming from. His, yeah. His grandfather served in World War II and fought Nazis. So I mean, it's, when he's talking about it, he was going in to fight Nazis and he was scared. Oh, yeah. And it was the right thing to do, so...
1: Ugh crazy yeah stuff. anyway they say you know she gets the serum and it's like we're gonna change the world but first we're perfect respects to mamadonia yep
0: and that's everyone's downfall right? yep <laughs> yep
1: cause then we cut and um cap fap and battlestar show up They're Like, what the heck are you guys doing I am I am upset I guess I should say John Walker. Yeah. I, I have lost even the mantle of
0: anymore. Cap. I can't I can't do that after this episode and we're going to talk about it, don't you worry. We're going to talk about it. If you're listening to this, I, I sure hope you've seen it. I hope so too. holy cow. If you haven't, uh, stop
1: listening now. Yeah, yeah, really.
0: Right Go. now. Watch right it now. Like yeah. Watch it. And you will also never call him boiler fake Captain warning. America or any kind of Captain America <sighs> at all ever again. He does something that is so unforgivable Yep. that I can't get past it. And now it's... Now, watching it again... I can't believe... I watched this like three or four times. I still didn't catch that guy being a fan of Captain America. Really? Yep. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I, right I remember now. hearing like it crazy? the first
1: time. like, yeah, a fan of Captain America. But it didn't click. It didn't click... And, then and now like, suddenly oh, it's, oh, okay. Oh, no. I like how uh, well, John's like, you can start by explaining how you broke this guy out. And Bucky's like, well, technically he broke himself out. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm himself. sure there's some crazy explanation to this. It sounds like, <laughs> stop before it gets weird.
0: <laughs> and it's really funny because the only thing Bucky did was start the fight.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's all he did. Yeah. He and, sent the oh, he started the fight start the and fire.
0: then pulled the fire alarm. Or did uh, Zemo pull the fire alarm? I, I think Zemo did. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was just waiting for the opportunity um, when Bucky got started. Oh man. Uh, and this yeah. is where Battlestar starts listening to Sam. Yep. And I think when whenever you see an honest person in these shows, a good person, they're going to listen to the hero. Yeah. And that is the indicator on whether or not the person is a good person or a bad person. Yeah. Uh, And when Sam starts talking about, hey, look, I've counseled people like this in trauma, soldiers and stuff, I know what you can do. Yeah, because he's like, she just lost the person closest
1: to her. She's vulnerable.
0: Yeah, no, this is the perfect opportunity to talk to her because Mama Danya wouldn't want this to happen, and he even says it to her later. Which is awesome. It's so perfect. We're going to break it down. We're going to break it down. Yeah, we'll get there. But luckily, Battlestar... Convinces Walker's like, no, I'm not, no, we're not doing this.
1: And Battlestar's like, hey man, if there's a peaceful way that we can do this, we should try it. Yeah, absolutely. Which is awesome. It was like, okay, Battlestar, you're you're, okay, all right, you start growing me.
0: Yeah, Uh, and that should have been our first clue that
1: something bad was gonna happen. Why am I starting to like you? Oh, dang. (laughs) Because it's like
0: when we were watching The Mandalorian in the last episode. And my wife says, "You know," or the second to last episode, my wife says, "You know, I really like this Queel character." Uh, <laughs> I'm like, "Dang it!" <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> um, but we get, we do meet up with uh, Zemo's little little. First friend. off,
1: I'd like to th- something interesting. Yeah. When Sam is saying, you know, I used to counsel. I would counsel these trauma soldiers. Walker's the one who says, I know, and I know those soldiers, which is why I know this is a bad idea. Oh. Which makes me wonder, if was he one of those soldiers that was counseled, and he's like, well, it doesn't work. That, we do hear some of that later. Because we know it, Ooh. he's got serious PTSD. Yes, he does. You know, he's not this shining... Oh,
0: and there are so many points... Well, we're getting there. This is a this is a big episode, guys. Oh yeah, this is but, a huge. This show is amazing. How it's getting me to talk. Like at first, I'm like, oh, there's not much to talk
1: about. Yeah, every and time. And then we get I'm into like, it, and it's like, oh, but oh, this, this is so full this, of oh, stuff. It's yeah. Like, oh my gosh, this is actually really cool. But oh, it's just so interesting that he's like, I know those people, and that's why this is a bad idea. It's Man, like, I didn't catch that. Why does he think that? Oh goodness. Oh. Oh, oh. But yeah, it's well and it's I, that's where you know, that's when uh Lamar is like Come on. Hey, if we can do this peacefully, let's let's, let's try. It. And he doesn't even really like it. But No, but he goes along with it because Lamar as is as we also conscious. Learned,
0: Lamar Lamar yep. is what keeps him steady. Yep. Because he will go nuts. We've seen it. Yes, we We've have We've seen John Walker go crazy and
1: uh Yeah. Yeah, on that German dude. Yep. But, yep, so we meet up with uh, Zemo's contact.
0: Yeah, his little friend. And this is is that one moment where we go, Wait, didn't he tell her that these were bad people? (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure they could have cleared it up with a single line, like, Oh, you know what, they actually said sorry, and so now they are my friends. They are going to come with us. Yeah. But, you know, he didn't. (laughs) And it's not super needful. But it is slightly like. Okay, fine. (laughs) eh, Uh, That's not the story we're telling here. Yeah. Is how Zemo tricks little children. (laughs) No. Although, we did spend a lot of time on that, though. Yes, we did. (laughs) But that was more for Zemo's benefit. Yeah, but. Um, So she leads him in, and then Zemo gets put up against a boiler.
1: (laughs) Hung, handcuffed. Aggressive. But I get why. (laughs) But I understand
0: why. Yeah. I freaking love him. I like Zemo as a bad guy. I've always yeah. liked him as a bad guy because he's the smart bad guy, and that's the kind of that's the kind we need, like Loki. Yeah. Or even Thanos, to to a degree. It's not just way. punch, punch. It's, no. You gotta outsmart it. Yeah, and that's the hard part is they're smart enough that you don't necessarily have to. So uh, John Walker gives him ten minutes you got 10 before minutes. he comes busting in there. And Sam plans on using every second of it. I still think uh, John Walker jumps the gun. Oh, absolutely. He has mm-hmm. to have jumped the gun. Yeah. We
1: never see a clock to know. But But oh, I just love it how Sam doesn't do anything crazy. He goes no? and stands at the window so she can see him because yep. she's giving kind of the eulogy. Yeah. And when she sees him, it scares her. Kind of it like, does it for oh, her. She's like, What, she what are you kind of get do? And She up, looks, like, looks around, around and doesn't uh-oh. see anybody else.
0: No. So she's like, what are you doing here? And he's not in his suit. He's yep. just in his regular clothes. And it starts
1: to seem like she's giving the eulogy to him. She After starts, she sees him, she, she does starts talking and she slightly. starts kind of talking to Sam. Yeah. And he uh, waits.
0: You know, it's it's. At the beginning, she's even holding the kid. Yeah. But she sees him, and that's when she panics a little bit, looks around, uh, worries about what's going to happen and then she passes the kid off yep. so that she can be ready in case something happens. I definitely noticed that, where she kind of panicked a little bit. Yep. Um, but And then she goes into her rhetoric speech. Like, this is we what have to do it because they, no one else will help yeah. us.
1: It's like, yeah, we all know that. Let's uh-huh. talk about Maldonia. <laughs> As they uh, pay their respects, you know, and he Sam is respectful, he waits. He is, but, and uh, that's, that's how he gets... Yeah. Through to he's people. He's going guns and blazing. He's like, He listens. Talk to me. What's going on? I mean, uh, but it cuts for half a second, or for a couple seconds, it cuts back. And this is where I was like, Walker's losing it. He kind of starts mumbling oh. to himself. He, you know, dude, pinches the, the bridge of his issues. nose. You're like, and this is where I'm like, okay, he's off. There's yeah, something. Something's, something's going off, this,
0: dude. Wacky. Yeah, that's wacky.
1: where I was like, uh-oh. But, yeah, and then... It cuts forward, but it shows that Lamar doesn't really notice. No one really notices. They're all cool. Well, no, I mean, they know
0: each other, and he's like, no, I know when he's going to pop off, and we're okay for now. Yeah. We're okay for now. Uh Even
1: if he storms off somewhere, it's not a big deal. He'll come back. But, so that's starting to boil, but. uh...
0: I find it interesting that we're so focused on this one person, Mama Danya. We never saw her speak. No. We never really got to know her at all. But I still yeah. feel her loss. They did a very good yeah, job with did. this, with this show. Yeah, and it's not until everybody comes out and everybody goes up and leaves. Yeah, Then Sam comes. Then Sam comes in. Waits till she's I alone. I saw you back Doesn't want to bug anybody. Yep. Doesn't want to cause a problem. Doesn't want to cause a problem. Yeah. He needs. Oh, this is brilliant. Plus, he's he getting into an open field. Yeah. So that if there is a problem, we can take care of this. We can stop it. Yep. Nothing that she does in this room now. Can, is unforgivable. Exactly. And no kids are in the way. She gets harmed. No innocent civilians. She's nothing.
1: not going to, if he can get her to talk, he, she's not going to preach. Yeah. They're going to be real. This is going to be a real conversation. Exactly. If she's not talking to a crowd, it's talking yeah. to one person. Yep. And uh, I just love how, you know, they're on opposite ends of this. And still, he says, you know, I'm sorry for your loss. And guy you can know, kind of talks to her, and she's like, don't patronize me. I'm not a child. And he's like, no, I'm not. I know what it's like to lose somebody. like, yeah. I, And I am truly sorry for your loss.
0: And he genuinely came
1: alone, too. And yeah. And like, this
0: bold of you. And he's like, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. And she he's says, like,
0: you don't know what it's like to lose somebody. Not like this. And then he says, it doesn't have to be a war, Carly. Yeah.
1: Maybe like he they started starts the out war. like,
0: he, he, it's almost accusatory in some ways it puts her a little bit on the defensive he's, he's kind of testing it a little bit yeah and she says they started a war
1: when they kicked us out of our new homes into the streets yeah
0: uh people around the world needed me millions of them right i can't speak for millions but i understand you yeah it's like oh gosh he's taking all the responsibility away and just be like no i no we're not talking about that we're talking about you yeah the choices you are making.
1: you are the one
0: making choices You feel this weight on your shoulders right now Yep all these people counting on you so killing 3 people and injuring 11 to is save, no big deal because, because you got you're millions saving of millions,
1: people it's fine But
0: when you go back to it what about you you killed 3 people
1: Yep and injured 11 doesn't
0: matter who it was for
1: Yeah we're talking about you here Oh which uh, and then she's like you know what if i'm making the world a better place and he just it's not a better place if you're killing people yeah oh Oh my gosh and he even says that like I understand your
0: helplessness and she's like but I'm a super soldier oh she says you want me to stop because people are getting hurt right yeah and then what if if I'm making making the world a better place it's not a better place it's just different
1: yes yes and then she's she's just like you're either brilliant (laughs) or just hopelessly optimistic Uh, but (laughs) yeah he's he's like (laughs) it's not better no, it's just it's just different. different. Yeah, because you're killing people, and that's yeah, never that's exactly what happened write. before. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: uh, he's so good. He's, and I feel like this again, is where This she, episode is where he shows he is ready to be that symbol. Yeah,
1: of good. Oh yeah, the Captain America. Oh, I'm is ready for him to be. be the symbol.
0: I mean, I'm like, ready. Last episode,
1: I know, right? But, <laughs> but she, I feel like to right be honest,
0: here, I didn't feel it at the beginning of the show. He was, yeah. He was still. It, he very, didn't feel ready. I, I didn't know yeah. him enough. But through the
1: show, it's like, wow, he's. He doesn't he's think good. he's ready. Wow, he's but he's really he good. Whoa, it's he right is right here. Really good. When she says, you know, you're either, you know, brilliant or hopelessly or optimistic, optimistic. It's and then like, she takes a seat. She sits on the couch. She she's
0: relaxed. Well, he came alone for real. She's looked around and she's been anxious before.
1: And he's not in but his falcon just, suit. He's she in can take Clothes. She has no very over easily. This. She could take him, and that was like their big concern. You know, you're going to go in there. She could kill you. And he's yeah. like, I know how to talk to people that are suffering like this. But uh, I just love how she just all of a sudden relaxes, <laughs> and now they're now they're having a conversation. Yep. And uh, Sam says, Well, can't I be a little bit of both? She's like, No. A L- little
0: bit brilliant. A little bit hopelessly optimistic. She's like, No. <laughs> no. Like,
1: but that's like the definition of Captain America, right? Yeah, really, though. But I mean, yeah, then we cut. Oh, we go back. We cut back to Walker, who's getting worse. He's like, no, 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 this is a bad idea. He's talking to himself. Battlestar's
0: like, it's not been 10 minutes, John.
1: Yep. He's like, calm down. We're good. He's like,
0: don't do that. Don't patronize me. Bucky says he knows what he's doing. And John Walker's just watching the clock, man, just... Sitting there, he doesn't like it. I'm going in, and Bucky stops him. Yeah. With his right hand, by the way. Not his metal hand. Not
1: metal hand. hand.
0: He's like, and John Walker says this is all really easy for you, huh? All that serum running through your veins. He's He's so jealous jealous of all the strength that these people have. And this is where we see that desire for the super soldier serum. Yep. That desire for it that is the corrupting influence. That Steve didn't have. Yep. Steve didn't have it. In all reality, Bucky didn't want it. No. Bucky didn't have it either. It was forced upon him. Yep. So only in cases where people do not want it, do people turn out good. Yeah. Carly wanted it. Yeah. And that's why she's turning down this dark path. Is because she wanted it because she wanted the
1: power. Oh, gosh, I love this. Oh, Bucky, I mean, he tries <laughs> to manipulate Bucky, shot. where he's like, your partner needs backup in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh, do you really want his blood
0: on your hands? Yeah, we're not even halfway through the episode. This is a great episode. I know, right? I love this. <laughs> do you want, really want his blood on his hands? And Bucky, he, he's trying. He's trying to be that good person and waiting. But he also, he feels a responsibility there.
1: Yeah, he does.
0: Uh, rightfully so, but... At the same time, it's it can become a liability mm-hmm. if he's if he doesn't fully trust Sam and he doesn't
1: not completely he doesn't, he doesn't, trust doesn't fully
0: trust anybody. Sam, yeah, Steve. He, he trusts Steve. Steve, and so if Sam ever is able to take on the mantle of Captain America, he'd trust him. Yep, and it would only be when he trusts him that well, I don't know because he sees that Steve trusted him with the shield. Yeah but then he gave up the shield and I think that's where that kind of hurt him that's we learned that from the therapy session
1: yeah which we're gonna have to try that one day (laughs) oh so funny (laughs) I mean uh, we don't have
0: any we don't have uh, problems like they do no but it's alright but
1: uh, yeah I mean then it cuts back to Sam and Carly and this is where Sam's like you know I have a friend who knows more about super soldiers than anyone and he says you're a supremacist
0: yeah he's not talking about Bucky no he's talking about Zemo (laughs) <laughs> which didn't occur to me till right now. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, it's Bucky, right? Oh, I know somebody who knows more about super soldier. Oh, it's Bucky. Because, you know, he worked with Captain America. He is a super soldier yeah. now. But, but Bucky never out. called her supremacists. supremacist. No, he didn't. The Zemo uh, did. Zemo, gosh. Then, oh, oh, she's like,
1: details. I... Me? What, me? Really? I end supremacy. Yeah. What I'm doing is ending supremacy. Corporations are the beast. They're the supremacists. Oh, that's... The, and the... Yeah, the people who run them. So let like, me... Like, uh, yeah, yeah let go Let me ahead. ask you... Do you have more serum, right? Like, so? So ah, so good. Are you going to increase your army? You're killing innocent people. They're not there. innocent. Roadblocks in my journey and I'd kill them again if I had to. Wow. wow. No, no, no. He gets her. He got her. lets her talk. Yep. And he pushes her that little bit. It's like, you're a supremacist. It's like, no, like, I'm not. No, you're not. He says you're a supremacist. Well, are you going to increase your army? You're killing innocent people. They're not innocent. And I'd kill him again if I had to. And he's like, whoa. whoa. And he didn't even say, well, you're a supremacist. He just went, wow. No. And she went, wait. And that's no, it. No. He wasn't trying to win the argument. The point was not to
0: win the argument. The point was to talk to her. Yeah. So he didn't say, ha, gotcha. No. He went, whoa. He's like,
1: wow. And she's like, oh, gosh. She's like, no. Uh, I just heard myself. You tricked me into saying that. Like, you, mean, you, ter- you tricked me into sounding like. I didn't mean it like that. Like what?
0: Like what? The people I'm fighting are trying to take your home, Sam. (laughs) Why are you here instead of stopping them? You know, my sister's waiting for that exact same answer.
1: It's like, yeah. And there he gives up a weakness. She now knows he has a sister. I agree with your fight. I just can't
0: get with the way you're fighting it. And this. I'm not your enemy. And that's why he came. Yeah. Uh, We're really not. You are trying to help people and you've lost hope. And so you've turned to violence and the Super Soldier Serum to try and make it better. Yeah. To try to fix it when
1: it can't be (sighs) fixed that way. There's that. ah, that, I agree with you. Your fight is valid. Yes. I just can't get with the way you're fighting it. Yeah. And then the nail that just hits her in the heart. And she wouldn't either. I'm sure she wouldn't either. They're in oh, the room. With the in final the room. remains of Mama Danya. And yeah.
0: He, she knows he's right.
1: Yeah. In that moment, When she you knows. look back... I mean, I think about all the people. You know, you go back, you think about all the people who... In movies. I think about Anakin. You go yeah. back and Obi-Wan had said, like, what would your mother think of the way you're doing things? It's got to give him at least a little bit of pause. Yeah. Because... All of a sudden, you take someone that someone respects. Even even if he said Qui Gon, yeah, he takes someone that, someone who's gone, you know, down a path who they respect, and you say, would they appreciate what you're doing? Yeah. And then they step back and go, you know, if ever given a chance, like it seems Carly does, goes, whoa, kind of like, <laughs> w- what have I become? I think there is a level,
0: uh, a lot of times people talk about, you know, trying to please your parents and how it can lead to bad things. And it absolutely can. I mean, we've seen people who've done terrible things who have these uh, parental figures that they could never please, never make happy. Mm -hmm. But there's a certain amount of a desire to make your parental figure proud of you that is healthy for a person.
1: Yeah. Because it
0: makes you second guess those decisions that are selfish. And we talked about it this Sunday. I actually taught the lesson this Sunday for church on on our Zoom meeting. And we talked about the fact that, uh, I mean, we talk about it all the time, but it hits home occasionally. Different, like if the Savior or if our Father in Heaven was right there next to you, would you make that decision? Would you treat that person that way? It's like, oh, I probably wouldn't, because I'd look over and be like, oh man, I, I know, I know, I know, I should be better. Uh huh. You're right. Okay, I'm gonna take this anger I feel for this moment, and realize that there's somebody else that I would love to make that person happy and proud of me. For me, sometimes it was my dad. Uh-huh. Is if my dad was there, my temper was under better control. Everything was better. I always acted better when my parents were there mm-hmm. because I knew that they expected that of me, and I wanted them to be proud of me. Yeah, and that's a there's a healthy side to that.
1: There's yeah. a
0: healthy amount of that. If it becomes too much, it's pretty, it, everything in moderation. And so in this case, he brings it back to Mama Danya and is like, if she were here, you really think she'd be happy
1: with what you did? It's ironic, though. But not in
0: a vicious way. Yeah.
1: Think <laughs> of how many people the catalyst that pushes them to do things that that parental figure or best friend would not approve of is caused by that person's death or by the injury of that person. Uh, isn't that ironic you think of all the movies all the things are they are in check they've got control and when they lose control is when it's the person who they do respect who keep them on that path their death or the something happening to them is what pushes them to do things that that person would not appreciate Mm -hmm.
0: so I think that's I think that shows a lack of maturity and self-control that these people have Carly definitely has a lack of self-control to a certain degree. She yeah. blows up the GRC headquarters after Mama Danya dies. Yes. Um, because she no longer has anyone to prove anything to. Yeah. She no longer has anyone there's to that, answer to.
1: There's that answering to. There's that she's... Anakin with Padme. Yeah.
0: Like, the even just the thought of losing Padme... Well, the start was the his mom. Side. Yep. Yep. His That's mom right. kept him in check. If he would... If his had. mom had been alive, he would have left the Tuscan Raider camp and never, yeah. they would have never known he was there. Exactly. If she had lived. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's just so like. I wonder if this is something that we would be good to teach our kids is like, even if we're not there, even if, even if the person you love the most, even the person you respect is gone, you need to live as though they are still there. Yeah. You need to know in yourself who you are, and make the decisions based on that, and internalize those decisions. If if yeah. me being next to you would change your your actions, then you're not re-analyze living true to yourself. Reanalyze those actions. You're not, yeah, reanalyze those things that you would change. This is a good. Oh, this is a that good is episode.
1: That is big. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, because I mean, it's that's it. That's the, movies use it as a catalyst. They always do. They use that, that person that you respect, they kill that person, and that's what sets the person off. Sometimes to bad, sometimes other times it bad. sets them off to do you know, Better. to stop the bad thing that's happening. Yeah. But it's, it's very
0: true. Uh, someone who's complacent it can shock them out of the complacency. Exactly. Spider Man is a great example yep. of that. Where he is complacent. He's just doing whatever he wants to do and yep. then all of a sudden he loses Uncle Ben and it drives home that idea that I could have prevented this. If I had done what was right to begin with, yep. um, for me, it was when my dad was diagnosed with cancer when I was in middle school. I was going down a path. I, I, I do not even know where I was going to go. Like, uh-huh. It was not good. And my dad was diagnosed with cancer. And I suddenly realized that if he were gone, I would be the man of the house then. I would be the one who'd be responsible for the safety of my family. I mean, obviously, my mom is still around. Right. She can definitely take care of us. But a certain amount of that responsibility would fall on me. And because of that, I cut ties with friends. I changed my attitude toward things. I changed a lot about myself when I realized that I'm not going to be a kid forever. Mm. And I could have to grow up sooner than I thought. And so I started down that path to being becoming mature and moving past that free-for-all, you know, devil-may-care attitude that I had when I was yeah. growing up.
1: So I guess really the the question is, what's your catalyst? You know? What is your catalyst, the person you respect most? Dying or leaving? Or is it... Do you make that happen before you become that? Do you become that
0: better person before? Do
1: you ward off that complacent nature in order to become what that person, you know, what you want that person to see you as? (laughs) That's some deep stuff right there. That is awesome. Point is, Sam gets Carly to recognize that as well. But unfortunately, right at that
0: moment, <sighs> she he was done. She was talked was down. It. it was done. But that was then freaking it. Gore Koresh walks in Ugh. and says, I'm hunting Mandalorians. Ugh. And he ruins everything. <laughs> she was there. It was that was it. It the was war done. They was had over. ended it. And then <laughs> I know I'm I'm saying it's like Gore, Gore Koresh comes in. But what this reminded me most of is Star-Lord flipping out on Thanos. Yeah. In uh, so Infinity War. It was, War. was, it was it over. It and you wrecked it. It was... Although, was it. although I, I still argue that point. But still, I do that's, too, But that's beside the point. <laughs> that's, that is not here. But
1: you see the betrayal on Carly's face Where now. She's like, oh, Sam when, deceived
0: me. Oh, gosh. That was the worst. You lied.
1: And it's like... You idiot! Ugh. Freaking it was, it was Walker, there.
0: it was there. Freaking Walker, Carly, Margentaro, you're under arrest, and Sam looks over. This is what that was? No, wait! Tricking me until help came. Oh my gosh! Wait, what? Oh, I just saw something here. Yeah, she called
1: second. him a Nazi. Who's she calling Nazi? I think she called Cap Nazi because he's the one who goes to grab her. So she whacks him and calls him a Nazi. Yeah. I mean, and if you look, Bucky has been following Walker the whole time trying to stop him. And Really? Um, Battlestar is the one he keeps kind of trying to hold Bucky back. Like, calm down. And Bucky's like, oh, Ugh. crap.
0: But then Carly takes off. We see her do the Super Soldier jump. And then Bucky does it.
1: Freaking love it when Bucky does yeah. Super Soldier stuff. Oh, she it's punches fantastic. Cap into Sam. Yeah, just gone. totally
0: knocks him back. And then starts running through.
1: And then we <laughs> see, Simo's gone. Of course he's gone. Yep. Although this cool, oh, their jumps are so cool. Yeah. Of course he knows how to get out of handcuffs. Yeah. Like when did, when did, when does that ever
0: up? Yeah. Uh, Consideration.
1: And this is where, ah, oh, they lost her. You know
0: she's. Yeah. This place is a maze. I'm like, didn't you guys get like satellite imagery and stuff? Couldn't. Yeah. Didn't
1: you get blueprints or anything? Uh, yeah. Well, oh, no. obviously, obviously, someone not. knows where she's at because
0: oh zemo she's trying to get away
1: and then boom there's zemo shoots her shoots her yeah he makes he connects on the first shot but she
0: jumps over a table to to get behind it and check her wound and the fanny pack with the super soldier serum fell out and zemo comes up he's got her pinned because he's got a gun and they're not bulletproof
1: no they're not Zemo freaking
0: is that what i think it is oh you, okay okay for a half so a second, this is I where we like, gotta start counting because i have a theory i have i have something i want six, to have eight, happen four, five
1: six seven i count eight right at his yeah feet.
0: there's only eight right at his feet okay i almost want to count how many he smashes
1: i almost it, it looks for oh sorry a spoiler alert <laughs> Sorry.
0: You know what we should do right now? What? We should probably end the podcast yeah, let's do it. episode and move on to the next one. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you in the next one. We're going to continue with part two of Falcon and Winter Soldier, episode four.